Hello, pre-chat time. This episode was recorded in January with a wonderful and very funny and charismatic guest, Josh Jones. If you don't know who he is, you're going to find out very soon. He's going to be massive, great comedian. Um, we've always got the rest of the crew with us. So we've got Bethia Beats, Adam Harris, and his fat chicken, or cluck cluck, as he likes to say, and the boys at Filmbag, Tom and Revan. So uh, this one's a corker, a little bit of swearing in it, but it's, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, enjoy. I better start now. Hello! Yes, Daniel Johnson here, and this is that podcast which, uh, oh yeah, it, this is Best Thing. Now, if you're brand new, Best Thing is the uplifting podcast where we talk to guests about the best things in their life. From food to travel to music and TV to something random and a new category, you. Yeah, you have to say something nice about you. We've got a brand new guest, and his name is Josh Jones, he's a comedian and is so funny. He's from Manchester and he literally one to watch. As always, we've got Adam Harris doing his fact checking, making sure we're all fact based, so you'll be hearing him a lot. We've got Bethia Beats bringing us brand new music throughout the podcast, and her song will be played at the end. And the boys at Film Bag will be reviewing films. That's Tom and Revan. Next up, Pop. Next up, Adam Harris's fact checking, then interview with Josh. Jones. Hey, hey, Fat Chicken here, cluck cluck. Um, I'm going to find out today for you what the M and M stands for in M and M's. Um, I'd never really give it much thought before, but apparently it stands for something, and we're going to find out what it stands for. Find out at the end of the show. <laughs> If you're looking for something completely different for a friend's birthday, anniversary, or you just want to wish them good luck in their new job, but I can't do a video, that'd be rubbish. Who could I get? Well, you could get loads of people at Memo. Get a personal video message from your favorite celebrity. But who? Well, let me tell you. What about Charlotte Crosby from Geordie Shaw? Or Sandra? Or Sandy from Gogglebox? Gabby Allen, Amy Childs, and if they like sport, you can get Matt Letissier, Glenn Hoddle, John Barnes, Paul Lintz, and Razor Ruddock. You can even get Carol Baskin. Who's that? She's on Tiger King, of course. Oh, yes. All you have to do is write a message, and you get your video within seven days. A perfect gift, and the best thing you could do for a friend today. It's that easy. Just go to memo.me. That's memo.me. Why not get a fun celebrity message today? Season three. I don't know. I've not done one in ages. I'm going to get back to it, though. I just, uh, like, do you edit this yourself? Yes, I do now. I didn't I didn't no. season one, but uh, I <laughs> since then. That's like, ugh. The reason I don't do anything is if I have to edit myself, I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I mean, but, to be honest, yeah. I have to say, I've, I've listened to a few of your podcasts and uh, they are edited really well. So if you're doing it yourself, I'm... It takes me ages. I'm so, it's, I'm so, like, and as well, like the last two, I did it drunk. So I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Oh, I don't think that's how you're supposed to do it's it. It's quite funny. Um, I'm just going to unplug this because we're, we're going to go earphone free. We're going to go um, 
naked. It's fine. Um, so it's it's quite funny because you were talking about the Pendle witches. Yeah. And do you know what's weird is uh, my nan. I we once said to her, "We're going to walk you up Pendle Hill because she's from uh, Lancashire, and we're going to walk you up Pendle Hill." And she's like, "No, you're not." And she was like 93, so fair enough. And she was like, no, you're not. And she always said, we never get... And when she died, when uh, we uh, we got her cremated, we took her up Pendle Hill and it lashed down. It was like, I'm not going mm. to the top. <laughs> yeah. Have, have, so what did you... Did you do any of the, like... Um, touristy no, stuff? We, when we you threw the, my nan's ashes, the ashes. And, they, and they went all over us, of course. Standard. Don't do it in the brief. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> we didn't do anything. My, we my, didn't do anything uh, to to do with uh, to do a panel at all. I didn't know about it until listening to your podcast, which your last podcast was the twenty eighth of October, which bloody is ages away. <laughs> it's last year. I know. I know. I'm gonna do another one because now I've got like a bit of a following on TikTok. Yes, you do. And. Um, People are messaging me like, oh, we've like more people have listened to the podcast in the last like three weeks than when the whole time I've done it. So now I'm like, now people are listening to it. I'm like, oh, might as well give it a fucking go. Do you know what I mean? But like before, like any telly stuff, like there's just hundreds and thousands of comics just like throwing loads of stuff out, but we've got no one listening to it because no one knows us. But now a few people know me and more motivated to do it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna smoke, uh, throw any uh, like smoke at you or anything like that. I, I, I think uh, that your trajectory of what's going to happen is going to be explosive, and it's great because do you know what you did? You already put content out there already. You started your podcast. No one was listening, and then you can see them listening. If they listen at the beginning, then yeah. that is definitely worse. But if they listen later. And you earn the audience. I think that's that's the way to go. Well, yeah, and then it's just like it's quite good because like I've not had to do anything for the last couple of weeks, and people have got content of me, and I've not done anything really. You have you put the work in. Yeah, but like everything I've done is because my agent has been like, "You're a lazy bastard. You need to do something." And I'm like, "Okay." Well, I've been writing a show. Yeah. I've got like preparing stuff for live but that doesn't help in a pandemic really but apparently this is a time to be creative so anyone who is creative i think in the 1920s that that that's why they call it the roaring 20s because everyone was super creative after the spanish flu yeah it was just an explosion of just a madness i'm so excited to see how like because even so the gigs that I've done I've like because before COVID I was doing like six gigs a week basically and so the obviously I've not been gigging as much because of this but when I have managed to get on stage I've noticed now that my material because of like because you've not got as many opportunities to get on stage when you do go on stage you like proper take advantage of it my material is like like a bit more experimental even just mine do you know what i mean so i'm excited to see like everybody else's and see like all the different shit and because do you do you ever go to the edinburgh fringe Uh, do you know what i've i've not gone and i and which is terrible because my actual head office is up in edinburgh so it's not like i'm not 
How is I, it? I, 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 do you know what? It's just because I've never had like the freedom to go with someone who can just go. I need like a mate that can just go and go, we're going to go now and see this at, you know, 11 in the morning. And they'll go, okay. Because all of my friends would just work. <laughs> they have normal yeah. jobs. Yeah, but my, my brother came, brought a few of his Sweet. friends, and these are just like normal lads from Manchester who he's been friends with for years. And it like they all came, obviously, because I was doing stuff there, but then they just had like a weekend, just like a lads weekend, but at a really big arts festival. And now they just like go every year. So they've been like for three like years, and now they're just in like, Edinburgh. Yeah, because it's it still got, like, these bars and there's still, like, a massive, like, um, environment to, you know, go to different bars and you can still have loads of fun, but I don't know. It, you should go. I think it's fucking amazing. I never heard of it, though, till I did stand-up. Now look at you. But now it's, like, so I'm just excited for the summer if, if it's on this year. I'm just excited to watch everyone's shows because I think... People are just going to do a lot weirder stuff oh, yeah. now. And hopefully not everything about the pandemic. That would be terrible. Like, it's... Yeah, I've got like one yeah. like four minute bit just to like acknowledge. Because I think if you don't acknowledge you it. Yeah, if, you've, like, if you're on stage for an hour, I think you've got to be like, oh, I know that it happened. I've not just been like lost. In New Zealand. Year. Had no idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, so, uh, I mean, this podcast is just because I, I started it last year. And uh, everyone was just really down and everyone just can't stop watching the news. And they were just like, the news, the news, it's scary. And even stuff that's not COVID, they look for the worst news they can ever find. And then and then sort of try and tell me about it. And uh, so I started this podcast and I just thought, why don't we just chat about stuff that is quite nice? And so we called it Best Thing. And we just kind of talk around random subjects. And the reason why I have subjects is because it brings us back. Because one of the things that happens is that we just go off on a tangent and we have no idea what we're talking about. So if I go, oh, by the way, we were talking about space. Um, so, um, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about... Now, in season one and season two, because this is now season three, we had travel and food separate. But I feel like no one's traveled anywhere. And you can talk about where you used to go. But what I've done, if I squashed them together, like a buy one, get one free that you're not allowed now at you can't get at tesco's apparently they're getting rid of them um and so we're going to put together uh travel and food so josh what would you say uh, is some of the best things for you when it comes to food and travel like in this time are you can you cook i actually i know something about you are you vegan still oh so i'm back on it at the moment it's very flaky i'm back on it this week i've been a vegan for a full Whoa. week I know, but I've done it. It's I have done it before for like years, but then I was like, "Fuck!" Like, can I swear on this? Well, you now? already have. <laughs> okay, it's not BBC. I was Sorry. like, "Yeah," I was like, "I oh, fuck this," and then just started eating. Like, I proper got into meat again, but then um, I put a couple of stone on, Stopped and then, so now you didn't put a couple of stone on. I did, I did. not not. But that was not just because I was eating meat. I got in a relationship oh, and you all got that the stuff. comfort. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we like live together, and I just give up trying. And th and then we split up like at the beginning of lockdown, and then I've started like losing weight again. And every time I try to lose weight, I do go vegan again. I like to pretend it's for the animals, but it's really for my waistline. 
<laughs> do, you, do you reckon it works? Because I, uh, so I don't eat meat and people getting annoyed because I say that pretty much every podcast, but um, it's not even, I didn't watch a documentary. I didn't speak to anyone. Um, it's not that I don't give a crap about animals. I do just like dogs and cats and stuff, but then cows, I, they're lovely, I, but yeah. I don't know, but they're also lovely to eat, but I don't eat them. Ah. But yeah, I went, so first of all, I went vegetarian, but this was like seven, eight years ago. So for the past like eight years, I've been mainly not eating meat, but I've had like a year or so where I've just gone crazy. But so for the first couple of years, I was just a vegetarian. And that only started because my housemate at uni, Maeve, um, this gorgeous woman from Derry in Northern Ireland, she's so cute and she like has never at me ever um, she was raised vegetarian. And then when we was at uni, she just said, oh, I said, oh, I might go vegetarian for a week. And she said, I bet you can't do it. So then I just went fully vegetarian just to spite her. So, like, at first... Competitive, I see. Yeah, at, at first it was like, I'm going to prove this bitch wrong. That was, like, why I did it. And then while I was making my point, I was like, oh, this is actually really easy. It is easy. What I find quite difficult about like being vegetarian is that everyone else panics around me. So if I go to anyone's house or in summer when there's a barbecue, they look at me like, I don't, I don't have anything for you. And they're like, well, it's a barbecue. Of course I brought stuff with me. So, and I can just eat the salad and you know, I can eat chips and bread rolls and stuff like that as well. So literally don't worry about me. Um, But it is a panic in people's, people's eyes. When it comes to food for you though, what, what sort of, what are your go-tos? What are you eating right now? Do you have breakfast? Um, yeah, so do you mean while I'm trying to be healthy? Or no, just, just like, any bloody time. <laughs> All right. Um, I always have like a healthy-ish breakfast. So it starts off with good intentions, with like a smoothie and a banana or like some like cereal and or whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, but then, well, I, I when it comes to stereotypes on food, I am like so northern. Like like I I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm like really camp, so I have a lot of the gay stereotypes, but I have well more northern stereotypes. Like I'm more northern than I am gay. <laughs> like about a million percent. Like a percentage, so, like you've had uh, to do in a DNA test and it's percentage of northern yeah. or gay, and you're like ninety-five percent northern. Northern five percent gay. Like I'd choose pasties over <laughs> cock any day. But I am... Um, so, yeah, I watched the calls. Like, I was raised, my grand taught me how to make shark crust pastry on my own when I was like nine. So, I've been like baking pies and stuff for years, especially because I had like, I struggled to make friends a bit when I was younger. So, I just be like making pies and watching Julia Roberts films on my own. But I'd eat a full family size pie to myself, and that'd be like a crazy, like, Friday night in. But, um, yeah, so I've always baked. And when I was at uni, we used to do a thing called um, Pie Sundays. So all my friends would get stoned. I didn't really smoke weed. So they'd all go get stoned all day. And then I would be in the kitchen and I'd, I'd bake loads of different types of pies. And then they'd come in and eat it. And obviously, because they're stoned, they're like, oh, my God, this pie is amazing. And that's how I would get my high <laughs> from, like, the compliments. 
Do you know what I mean? I've never heard of people getting high through break. No, that probably is true, isn't it? Like, you know, people like to do good presentation. Yeah. And, you know, make a good meal for their friends or their family or their other half. And you only want them to say, that was great. Yeah. Well, listen, well, I have been like, out of all my friends, I've always been like the host like I've, I cook, I do everything, and like if I'm gonna do if I'm gonna do tapas, I won't just make like I'd make my own hummus and everything, but I'd even make my own bread to put the stuff on. Like I go full out if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna like do it properly. But since I started doing stand up comedy, I've, I don't really cook for anyone because I'm like I get my I get my like approval in other ways now. Do you know what I mean? So now audiences are like. Of giving me approval, yeah. I'm like, I don't need, I don't, I don't need, need to, to bake a pie. My crusts are amazing. Yeah, I don't need it. All right, I'm on YouTube now. Wow, big time. Um, it's, yeah. Uh, so, because we we've we properly gone into it and sort of chatted, and and the, the first section is always the longest because we we ask random questions and stuff like that. Are you a fizzy water drinker? Is that what your go to is? Because I'm exactly the same. Yeah, soda water. Yeah. Yeah, it's my it's my favorite. It it was something that I had to like bully into myself, but now it's like I'd actually rather this than a diet coke. Yeah, now I'm the same. Also, it's a bit yeah. of a health kick, isn't it? So I don't get enough water in me, so it's a great way of sort of getting fake water. Well, it's real water, just yeah. sort of slightly carbonated, without using a plastic bottle, which I can see. Um, traveling yeah. wise, uh, were you a holiday man? Do you go on holidays, or were you kind of more of a staycation? What 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 were you going with? Um, over the last couple of years, the only time I've travelled is because of gigs. So for work, um, and most of that was just in the UK. But I've been to every shit town this country has. We won't like, name I've any. Don't name done... any. <laughs> no, I, like even play just places you didn't even know existed. I've seen too much of the UK now, but um, but like before that, because I've spent the last like like eight years while I was a student and then I was working but also trying to make stand-up my full-time job so that took up all my money so I haven't actually been like abroad I haven't been on a plane apart from going to a gig in like since like 2012 because I've just been like hard work working and and i had money and i was planning on going on holiday and then this happened (laughs) i've literally been working every single day i've got enough money to go on holiday let's oh okay i can't actually yeah because i was just like i was just waiting to like i'd been full-time in stand-up a couple of years and i don't know i just got really scared about taking a weekend off because someone else is going to take your place (laughs) yeah even though you can afford to I don't know. I think when you work dead hard to make that your day job, when it is your day job, you feel like you have to work every day. Do you know uh, what I mean? Well, I'm freelance as well. So I, I remember back in the day when I was sort of doing exactly the same as you and having to sing yeah. for my supper around so many different... I did like a, a Haven tour. So then, you know, the holiday camps, right? That yeah. definitely takes you around the country. I think there's maybe 30. I'll, I'll fact check in that. But I think there's about 30 of those. But it is it is intense and I did it twice. So I went round and then went round again, just in case people miss me. I don't think they did. <laughs> yeah. I did comedy at like a caravan camp. It was awful. <laughs> well, there was kids there and I'm like, Oh, d- disgusting. Uh, and you do have a, like a little bit of a potty mouth. So, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, oh yeah. When kids are there though, I get even worse. <laughs> 
Like, because I didn't make them bring you fucking kids. I hate it sometimes when you're at a festival and you're in the comedy tent and then they're like, oh, you can't swear my three-year-old daughter's ears. Why bring her to stand-up comedy then, you fucking dickhead? Like, get away. It's so Ruining true. My and also, they the kids when they had swearing in the car and at home, yeah. partner and stuff like that. Okay, let's bring us back. So um, let's cross off uh, travel on this one because we haven't really been anywhere. And, and like you said, you've just been all over the UK. Uh, how was Grimsby? I'm joking. Let's not talk about Um And... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get so much trolling. Um, what would you say is the best thing about food, really, for you? Is it like sort of making those pies back in the day, or is there, or is there a great vegan cheese that you're gonna promote? Do you, do you know what? Like, uh, I think I think especially like a lot of people in the UK are from like regional places, and if your little place has a certain food because like when I go down to London or whatever and I'm working down there I, I don't get I can't go to the chippies because I think I think the chippies are shit they're just rubbish everyone said that, Whereas, like, everyone said that yeah the, the chippies are always better from where they live yeah well at my first job was in my local chippy when I was 14 so like I'm I know a good chipper and um well that one wasn't that good it's closed down but anyway I um he in the north, well in Manchester, we do have you ever had a steak and kidney pudding? Yeah, of course. And in Manchester. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you're in No, Manchester. I know I'm in Reading, but I have I had it in Manchester. Like we were we were oh, all over yeah, the country yeah. and stuff for like that, so we had to try every, everyone's food. So yeah. Um yeah, and but here I just call it a chippy pudding. A chippy. But like when I when I'm at the chippy that's all I get, a chippy pudding, chips, mushy peas, and gravy. And, like, when I've had – because I've had friends – because, obviously, doing this, you have friends all over. So then when friends who are, like, from London, let's say, go up to Manchester for the first time, I'm like, get a chippy pudding. So I'm like – but it's like when you gig in Middlesbrough, they have a thing called a Parmo. Have you tried that? I won't even explain what it is because I'm not even sure, but it looks like, do you know those aliens that jump on your face in the film Alien? Like, it looks like that with cheese on top. But it was delicious. I think the original name for them was the Face Huggers. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, Face Huggers for the alien creature that comes out of the thing. We actually watched Alien over Christmas. It was a lovely Christmas movie to watch. Yeah, With my mum. No, it is. Yeah. Uh, it's a great film. It's a great film. It's not great. She's one of my my favorite um, female characters. What Ripley? Like from any really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I because I, I used to do this thing with my ex boyfriend where it's like, um, if like if you're in a situation where you're like on a ship with aliens and you need like help and you can have five female characters, yeah. who would you be? And it was always her. Um, Sarah Connor in Terminator, but Terminator Two, yeah. um, and then um, Una Thurman in Kill Bill, and one, one, and I can't remember me, I can't remember me other two. But the 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 thing was like they couldn't have like special powers; they still had to be human. It's a good. We're game. gonna we're gonna get into a TV and film as well. So I'm gonna say uh, like a steak and kidney pudding or a chippy pudding would be the best thing about food in Manchester, of course, not or anywhere else. Would you say that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Next up, we're going to talk about film and TV.
Right, okay, so what happens here is our wonderful guys at Film Bag, Tom and Reverend, review films. So I'm going to hand over to them and they're going to tell us what we missed out on and what we should be watching. Over to you guys. Hi everyone, it's Revan back again reviewing movies for you in season 3 of the show that you're currently listening to. At the moment, anybody who's talking about film has what I like to call the Oscar fever. They're talking about the same 7 or 8 movies that all got nominated like Minari or Mank or Nomadland and that's great. You know, I'm sure that they're all really good movies but I haven't been able to see them yet because they're not really available in the UK. So I thought I would talk about a different movie where the attention is not on and that's The Kid Detective. I used to be loved. I used to be a kid detective. We're all really counting on you. I was so far ahead of the game. But one day I just woke up behind. This guy in my homeroom claims he's practiced with the Mets. I need to find out if he's lying. He's lying. And I don't think you can even see that in the UK either at the moment, but whatever, okay? Just listen to me. This is a movie that really surprised me. This is, it came out of nowhere. It stars Adam Brody from The O.C. Do you remember that show? Maybe some of you do. Well, if you do, you're in, you're in luck because Adam is, is in his own movie. He's the star. And uh, he's actually really, really good. This movie is kind of like one of those Disney Channel shows where there's a laugh track every two seconds and apparently it's really funny but it's not, it's just stupid. And this takes that sort of premise where imagine if there was a Disney show about this quirky kid detective who solved cases all day long and everybody loved him and the mayor gave him his own office and it was all perfect. Well this takes that kind of scenario and suggests, well what if that kid grew up and he ended up becoming jaded and cynical and depressed and anxious and everybody hated him. That's the kid detective. It's a tonal beauty. There are so many things going on here. When it's funny, it's hilarious. When it's dark, it's really kind of dark. I suppose that's called a dark comedy, isn't it? But uh, it was also thrilling and very breezy. I would add this to the pantheon of great mystery comedies like Knives Out, or Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, or The Nice Guys, you know, like Shane Black movies, right? This is up there. This was probably one of the best movies I saw in 2020, and okay, it was slim pickings, but I think in any year, this would have been a standout. So everybody, check it out if you can, except you can't. But if you could, watch it, you know what I mean? All right, The Kid Detective, directed by Evan Morgan. See you later. I had to move out um, in like September and the plan is moving to London. So I I know that I'm going to have to go in a house share um, and I've just had like... What? Until you own the street, yeah, whatever. but like for now, yeah, I'm and but it's just like I've had to get rid of so much stuff. So when I was moving out of my old flat, it was just like I it felt like I was getting rid of my personality, but my flat was decorated quite weird. But my like what? it was my, me and my mom have the same decorating skills, everything's just like animals. So all of my mugs were just little animals, and then like. On the walls were just like pictures of like animals. Like I have cat bedding on now, but I don't have a cat, and I don't want. Yeah, a but cat. you love cats, though, don't you? I don't love, you love cats. Yeah, I can't. You don't want one. I can't get one because well, it'll die. Like the only the only reason, like sometimes I'm worried that I'm not like because sometimes I think, oh, I would like to get in a relationship, but then I'm worried. Do I only want to get in a relationship because I want someone to look after my cat when I'm not there? It's probably yes. I think the answer is yes. I think that might be it. 
Um, I've been listening to a few of your uh, podcasts, and I, I like, like I said, I've been listening, uh, watching, you know, your videos and following your stuff on TikTok. Um, we're going to go and talking about film and TV now. Two thousand and twenty and two thousand twenty-one is, is a year that we probably should have put some money into stocks of Netflix because yeah. uh, we would have been very rich. Um, quickly, Hocus Pocus is that still your one of your ones? Nice. See, I know. I've done yeah. my work. I've done my research. You have done a lot of research. That is, um, to me, that is the best film that's ever been made ever, like ever. And and I, I think we've given it away. We can go to the next subject now. Yeah, no, I'm I, Carry on. I just don't think. I, I, do you have a film that you watched when you was younger, and it's yeah. like it's just part of your identity, sort of. Yeah, and 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 no matter. And the worst thing about it, when you have a film that you absolutely love, and if anyone says anything horrible about the film you love you're like get out like why would you yeah. say that you know i love this film just go it is amazing and by the way josh hocus pocus is amazing it is great it is amazing um it's it's so good it's i i don't watch it as much but when i say that i still watch it at least like every six weeks but when i was younger i would i, I when it's on I can still do this now when it's on. I can, like, mime along to it. Like, I know it word for word, beat for beat. But I still love it. It's so weird. It's just, like, comforting. And sometimes if I'm, like, getting ready or whatever, I just have it on in the background. It's like your friends, isn't it, in the sense of the TV program, Friends? Like, people can just have that on in the background. Yeah. Your focus, focus. It's just so good. So good. Um, also, uh, just because it, it made me laugh so much, um, let's go through um, prom night. Oh, have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen? I it? have seen it. Oh. And you are right. And it's, I think it's a film that actually people don't give enough credit to, but it is actually quite terrifying. Even though it's only like what a fifteen, a twelve. Yeah, it's fifteen. It's a fifteen. And, and I, I love a horror film. I could, like the Conjuring and stuff. I watch that on my own in the dark. It's fine. Prom night. It's like a teen horror, so it's not supposed to be scary. But there's nothing that. Oh, it just it gives it really scares me. And the actor, it he. Shall I explain the plot for people? Yeah, do it. Yeah, why not? Right. So this girl is in high school and then she gets back. This is at the very beginning, so it's not spoilers, but she gets back and all of her family have been killed by a teacher because the teacher was obsessed with her. And then he gets locked up. But then on a prom night, he escapes and then it just goes mental. But like that is just. My biggest fear is stalkers, which probably is quite vain of me. That I'm like, like. Have you had any? Have you had any stalkers? Listen, yesterday I had to. I had to write on. Was my, it me? Because I literally have stalked you on social no, media. No. So yesterday I had to write on my Facebook because my Facebook's still like private and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Um. So and I, I had to like ask like how do I do it after change my number straight away because someone facetimed me last night and i didn't know who it was and i wow. picked it up like an idiot and it was some random guy who literally just went i love your tiktoks and then put the phone down 
this is and, a terrible joke, but I'm so sorry about that. And, um. <laughs> and, but then he started texting me being like, hi, hi. So I texted him saying, how did you get my number? And he got it off Instagram. I didn't even know my number was on there. And I was like, oh, gosh, I've took it off now. And then um, he was like, "Ask." he was just texting me going, can we be friends? So I blocked him. <laughs> but I, uh, it was just quite... I think there's an end of a show in that. <laughs> I don't know. It's so, yeah, probably. But it's just, it's, um, it was quite nerve wracking. And I, I like, ugh, I don't know. It is quite I think, strange. I think when it comes to stalkers, I think that they, there is an element, and we're still talking about TV and film, but there's an element that they, they can be quite scary. But at the same time, if you find out that they've stalked other people and this is a thing that they do, I'll be really annoyed. Because, like, no, no, no. I just, no, just stalk me. I don't yeah. want you to stalk other this is your thing that you stalk other people. If you're gonna stalk people, stalk me. Is 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 you look like you concurred a little bit. You're like, mm, yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah. No, I thought of a story and then I was like, I'm actually don't think I'm allowed to tell that story. <laughs> so he's like, I won't. But uh, this I agree with you though. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, don't tell it, don't tell it. Um, uh, you've been watching much much TV. Are you more of a TV or film person? Um depends what it is like both. I, yeah a bit of both just both at the moment i'm re-watching game of thrones we i'd literally just done it finished it yeah finished it because we re-watching it through and stuff like that and so um it's i think it's better the second time because now i'm not going who's that who's that yeah who's well that? i've, I've read the first two books all done um and then i was like i don't need to carry on I was like, I didn't. Even get, to be honest, I read the first book and I purchased the second book and I read the first bit, but that was it. But the way the first book is written, it's dead good because in the paragraphs are just named after who that section is about. So it'll say like Ned Stark, and then it's just so. So then when you're watching it, I don't know it. I think because there's so many characters, the way it was written. He realised that he had to break it up a bit. So, yeah, I do. I like. So now after reading the book, because I I read the books, well, I started to after watching it. And then I was like, I've I've already watched it. Do you know what I mean? I know what happens. I know what happens. So so have you watched it all the way through already? Or is this your first time all the way through? I watched it all the way through. Cool. And then um, I'm getting back into it. Um, Can happy. Uh, on. Yeah. Can I ask you questions? Right. Okay. So my biggest crush in it is Peter Baelish, Littlefinger. Okay. So from Queer's Folk, yeah. Yeah. But but no, as Littlefinger. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. that's a strange crush. It's a bit a like lot, me saying I, mine is Ferris. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people think it's weird. I think he's really fit. And then Ramsey Bolton. Okay. Yeah. But that just means you just like mean people. Psychos. I know. Who's you know on TikTok videos when they have the thing of like relationships, like nice or toxic. I know which way you're going. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but my my ex, me and him are still really good friends. We're like best friends still. Yeah. But he he is a nice person with like a really like vindictive sense of humor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I do feel like most of my friends are like that. But I like it because I'm kind of the opposite. So I just feel like a floating fairer. But um, who's your favourite character? Uh, I think Aya. 
is probably oh, that's a good one. I think I think that the her journey, if you see from the beginning to the end, no spoilers, but is 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 amazing. And by the way, is in the whole of this three seasons, I don't think anyone's asked me a question back. See, you can't help it. You got your own podcast, that's why. I yeah, tell. Uh, just like um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I, I and uh, and I think Bran actually is underestimated. I think that he does a really, really good job. If you take his journey from yet again, from the beginning to the end and what he has to do mm-hmm. and becoming what he becomes is really, really good. I mean, my favorite moment and people are going to be really annoyed, but um, I won't, I won't spoil it, but I'll just say, I'll just do a gesture with you, which is when this happens. I don't know with, what that was with, with the night King. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, and if you don't get it, I'll talk to yeah. you in the break. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say for you, uh, when it comes to TV and film, some of the best things. But the best thing for you, and you said it right at the beginning, uh, is Hocus Pocus. And if yeah. you haven't seen it, listeners, definitely go and check it out, and also go and check out <laughs> Prom Night just to scare you. It's so, scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's scaryish. Um, <laughs> next up, we're going to be talking music. For anyone new listening to this, this is a segment of the podcast called Bethia Beats, where she chooses her track of the pod. She's going to introduce a new act and artist, and we'll play the full song at the end of the podcast. But she'll tell you that. Over to Bethia. Hi everyone, it's Bethia from Bethia's Beats. My chosen artist for this week is the very, very talented Jess Spink. She's an independent pop artist and songwriter who has spent the last year refining her sound and releasing music that has collectively reached a total of 120,000 streams on Spotify alone. Her debut EP, Where It Goes From Here, will be out in April this year, so keep your eyes peeled for that. I'm super, super excited for her. Cannot wait to hear the new music. She's recently released her song, Love Last, which you are currently listening to right now in the background. If you like the vibe of this song, stick around to the end of the podcast where you can hear the full song and also find all of Jess's social media links so you can go and check her out. Thank you so, so much and I will see you next time. know some people can be quite strange about stuff like people that. like no i'm so over that i, I don't yeah, do yeah. that don't talk about my love island or x factor or yeah voice this it's quite funny when people notice and you'll you'll definitely get this and, and if you haven't already is that whatever program is on at the time to do with the thing you do people go oh i saw you on that thing you're like i wasn't on that i don't say that now when they say i was on the voice or britain's got talent i just go oh thank you very much it's very sweet yeah <laughs> oh do you get that do people say like i saw you on the vice yeah, people say, I saw, if the voice is on TV, they can't, that's, the brain goes to, oh, he does singing, he was on TV show, I watched the voice, he was on the voice. See, but like, my, if you're talking, like, pub quiz, general knowledge, I could be pretty good on X Factor. Did you? Up, yeah, no, like, obsessed, up until about 2012-ish. And yeah, then, that's And then I started, yeah. like going out and stuff but i um but yeah i was obsessed like every week and as well because shane so shane ward is from like clayton Mm -hmm. and my where my dad lives well because i grew up in two parts of manchester because my mum and dad are separated but on my dad's side and that's drawsden but right near clayton so like 
when Shane Ward was on it, everyone, like, I didn't even know him. But then, like, everyone was like, oh, do you know what I mean? Someone it's like someone down the road. And then after he won, it like, like his sister moved around the corner. And so every time you saw her, like sometimes I saw him going to his sister's house, which was near mine. And everyone was like, oh, do you know what I mean? It was like a big deal. But back then, extractive people were famous as hell. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. Crazy change like you know it's with Shane Ward with Leanna Leona Lewis Alexandra Burke Ollie Murs you know Little Mix One Direction like all these it was just like pow. now yeah. if you say who won X Factor two years ago you would have no idea no offense to that yeah. person I just don't know yeah it's like it's like I like so this last year I did my first ever telly stuff in 2020 I did uh, uh, round of applause by the way it's very yeah good. thank you but I am um, but now it's like like for a comedian, get like I'm so grateful and I want to do those things again. But like those things then put you on like the map more or less straight away. Whereas now, not as many people watch telly, so it's well, just or you're doing it right because you're doing it on TikTok and you're putting up your links and you're putting mm. up your content on TikTok, and that's where people. So when I want to send stuff about you to my friends and family, that's what I go to and I just send them that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, to see the people that I stalk on there now, which is and, not many. I think I only follow like 10 people. And it's less that it's like the clips are less than a minute. So it's like so easy for people just to rather than watch you for a full hour. No, but then what they do is then they go onto YouTube and then watch your yeah. watch longer, you know, sets and stuff like that. And that's um, quite scary because some of those bits, I'm like, oh, that's, I wouldn't. Don't read comments ever. No, no. Don't. Good but, or bad. No, I know I just, it's really hard not to, but don't do it. <laughs> no, I just wouldn't. And I my friend read some of the comments on one of my, on the TikTok thing. Um she was like really laughing because I always like what it's it's just that stereotypical thing of like um like oh god that vice can't be real it's a character and it's like oh yeah dickhead I wouldn't choose this in high school I'm not a fucking idiot. And then it's like, so do you know, just stupid homophobic yeah. shit. Do you know what? I feel like sometimes I've always said this that, um, and we, we've gone off topic a bit, but that's cool. But I feel like when people want to have a go at you, I always say, don't show them what your kryptonite is. Like, don't show them like what affects you. I, I ever ignore it or send a smiley face. You know what I mean? Like, I'm never gonna fight back because you're never gonna get that from me ever. Like, I mean, not yeah. like they give now because they just want to shout someone's knocking at his door at me instead so it's fine <laughs> I, yeah i don't know i'm not that bothered and i, I already knew like because i've had friends who have done loads of telly stuff before so it's like and i already knew not to read the comments and as well like i started comedy as like a camp gay guy in the northern english circuit doing clubs in the middle of nowhere in the countryside to like 70 year old farmers so it's like <laughs> And I know that not everyone's going to love me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but if they've got enough time to say something horrible or nice about you, that means you've made an impression. Yeah. Uh, we started with talking about X Factor. We're just kind of leading us into uh, into music and stuff like that. What is on your playlist? What Do you get outed on uh, on Spotify about what terrible music choices you've made throughout the year? Uh, yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> my, my um. So at the moment, do you know Ben Platt? Yeah. 
So Ben Platt is a is a big one, but that's because I watched his um, Netflix live Netflix. Uh, Netflix live Netflix. Yeah, yeah, he did a live Netflix thing. He did, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you call it. A show. He did a live. He got a full show on Netflix. I like how you said it. That's what it's going to be a called now. Live. Yeah. yeah. So I watched that just by chance, and then can't stop listening to his music. Amazing. But I'd I'd listen to a bit of him because um, I listen to a lot of show tunes, but for shows I've never seen. So okay. today I was listening to Heather's the musical and it's just like um so do you know the film Heather's? No. I literally have the DVD like in this drawer. Let me try. I've got the DVD, it's still in the wrapper, and yes, I still buy DVDs. But right. it's um it's Heather's. I don't I'm showing it you, but no one else can see it. Um, That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll get right. So I've this sounds crazy. I know a lot about it. I've never seen it, but I know it because I've listened to the soundtrack a hundred times on Spotify, but I've never seen it live. The f I don't think the film's a musical. And my friend was like, you need to see the film. It's kind of like the original sort of Mean Girls. So it's Winona Ryder, but I think it was late 80s. And yeah. um, basically they're like a couple who start like killing off all the popular kids i'm gonna watch it this weekend i've literally i've got for saturday i've got my um face mask planned out the bubble bath i'm using and the dvd and it's only what wednesday like i'm planned for this weekend i got given a face mask once and i put it on i was like i think it's actually made me like maybe look younger and then i went out and told my friend and my friend was like what the hell have you done i was like what it's like, why have you got glitter all over your face? And it was like a face mask that picked glitter everywhere. Oh, really? Was yeah, it no, and was it an exfoliating face mask? Yes. I've yeah. got into, I'm like proper into them at the moment. I'm like obsessed with them. Are you a live music fan? Obviously, you, you watched it on the Netflix, them doing the Netflix live Netflix Netflix show. Um yeah. do you did you go to gigs before? Like before this crazy not being able to go out to the shop i have done and did do but because i do stand up all like i'm gigging on the yeah. nights the gigs are on um so i didn't really get much chance and as well like stand-up comedy is my favorite medium of any art to to just watch anyway so even when i'm not gigging i would go and watch other people doing doing stand up, but I've 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 seen I've been to quite a lot of gigs and I have like favourites and stuff. Um, I saw Martha Reeves and the Vendellas. Yeah, nice. Saw them live. That was um, amazing. I did go to the X Factor tour when it was like Shane Ward at the MEN Arena. I did do. Yeah, that. but how old were you when that was? I mean, I mean, I was on the show. It will be 12 years ago this year. Yeah, 2009. I know. Honestly, if your name came up in a pub quiz, what year was you on X Factor? I wouldn't even have to take a fucking breath. I'd write 2009. Well, we did have like an iconic year of Stacey Solomon, Ollie Murs, Jedward, Joe McEldry, Rachel mm. Adadeji, Lucy Jones. Yeah. I mean, flipping hell. Yeah, that's a, that's a big, that's like a big alumni. That's quite a I big... Mean, Two of them have done Eurovision. Lucy and Jedward done Eurovision. Jedward twice. Big Brother, 
Um, Didn't Lucy do Waitress, the musical? She's in Waitress, the musical. She's been in every musical. She's been Waitress, Ghost. Um, she's been in Les Mis, We Were Rock You, like everything that you can imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just crazy. And Rachel had a day. She was in uh, Hollyoaks, and then um, she was she was in uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, the but, thriller. Like when, crazy. When you did it though, X Factor was still like. Yeah, but there was no there was no Netflix or Disney Plus. No, but <laughs> it was like, no, but as well, like the show was better. Like the the thought, like I've watched so many like. I don't really like reality TV, but I love reality TV competitions. I, I love them. Um, every like it, like stuff like Drag Race, obviously, but like Project Runway. Anyone with a talent like fighting for a thing, I'm like, oh, fucking love it. But like, a lot... is that is that the off street? Would you do that? Which one? British sewing bee. Oh you yeah, know? like stuff like that. Yeah, because Joe likes it. Um, hosts that one. Yeah. Um, but I love stuff like that. Yeah, there's a really good one on Netflix. I can't remember a design one. Anyway, I'm going off track. But when you did it, like now, I feel like a lot of the singing competitions, I don't know. They need to shake it up a bit. Yeah, I think they need some time away from it. Um, yeah. When when it comes to uh, music, what would you say is the best thing about music for you, Josh? Um, vocals. I love um, mainly a powerful woman. So obviously, I grew up on all the Whitney. Well, it was the nineties, so it was the the diva trio of Whitney, Selena, Mariah, cool. and um, yeah, go for all that. I love a bit of the finger wave um, sort of stuff. Who who was the best? Um, I've always I'm more Whitney. Oh, okay. Um, I'm more Whitney, um, but I love I love Celine Dion's showmanship. I like it when she does oh, a yeah. high note and then she like smacks her chest like an ape. <laughs> like before she goes into like the big she note, does. she just starts like beating the shit out of herself on stage. She's when she's doing um, the uh, Will I Love You, Will I Love You, My Oh My. Yeah, and she's just Ugh! yeah, I love it. I love it. It's to get it out of her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say the best thing about uh, music for you, Josh, is divas, big voices. Yeah. Whitney coming out at the top, but I love beating the chest of Celine Dion. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go with yeah. that. Yeah. That's uh, Next up, we're going to talk something random. You can choose whatever you want. I'm going to give you a few seconds and then you're back. Uh, what would you say is the best thing to do with something random for you, Josh? What are you going to go with? Uh, Julia Roberts. <laughs> yes, okay? Julia Roberts. Yes, of course. Why? Why are you going for Julia? What's going on? What? What? What's I your just... obsession with the Pretty Woman star? Um, what? What? Why? What day is it today? Like the the fifth, something like that. The sixth. Uh, six, six. Yeah. Yeah, and I've watched four julia roberts films in 2021 already like i'm obsessed with the woman i'm obsessed with her i think come on go for him let's i'm gonna find i've watched mystic pizza twice oh okay i've watched hook yep i've watched notting hill nice so you haven't even gone for the classics of aaron brockovich or the ocean i'll do a d-list 
Cats. I'll I'll be on uh, Zealand. I'll do every cameo she's ever been in. I'll see it. I am obsessed what, what with it. Was she in? She in Ocean's Thirteen when she yeah. plays herself. Uh, yeah, eleven and twelve. Um, she was because yeah, well, um, George Clooney is she's like his ex. It's not one of her best roles. She, she they don't give her enough um, screen time in that film. To no, be no, she yeah. she is great, um. But my favorite of hers is Mystic Pizza. Oh, it's I the only... it twice. <laughs> have, yeah, have you seen that one? I'm not, but I'm writing it down so I can oh, watch. She's it's it's a younger her. She's it must be one of the earlier films, and um, I don't know. It's just very like she works in this restaurant. And um, then, like, gets in a relationship with this super rich guy. But then his family like, oh, she's not good enough for you because she's, like, working class. And I don't know, when I used to work in a restaurant, I was like, a rich guy is going to come in and my life's going to change. I just thought it was very, like, you know, relatable. Cinderella sort of story. Yeah. Um, but she's she's great in that. And her hair is well, her hair's always amazing. She's, yeah, she's. I've, I think physically, she's one of the best looking women that's ever lived. At one time, she was the most paid actor of yeah. anyone. Like she yeah. made more money than anyone. She deserves it. I think she'll fucking walk circles around Meryl Streep. I think she is. I think she's the most talented person I've ever seen. I'm obsessed with her. I, I can tell. Okay. Yeah, is there anyone that comes close to Julia Roberts, or is it she's just so far away that <sighs> nothing, nothing comes close to her? Bet Midler. Okay, fair. I w- Bet Midler's more talented than her, right. I would say, but because um, Bet Midler is the most talented, she, but she just is because she can literally do everything. She can, um, and and then Julia Roberts. For me, I'm just like. I'm, I just can't take my eyes off her. I think she. I just think she's the best. I think she's stunning. She is. I, I'm literally just thinking because she has like slightly. I think her kids have it. Definitely her daughter. But um, she has like a, a lip that's kind of slightly like straighter. That like she doesn't have a yeah. Like it, it's it's. She's individual looking, isn't she? But yeah. She's, and she's got a fucking killer jawline, especially in like the nineties. Her jawline could cut glass. She was. Yeah. Stunning. Do you reckon she was properly working out then, or was she just just normal? I felt like she was just normal. It felt it. It feels. It doesn't feel forced. It's not like forced beauty. She's like a natural beauty. I think. Do you know what I mean? I do. Like Kate Beckinsale. She. Yes. She's now. I've seen her in real life. In like, like saw her in a real place, yeah. and I was just like. Oh my god, that is the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen in real life. I've seen Louis Walsh as well, so I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Kate Beckinsale, Louis Walsh. I'd say they're both as fit as each other. Just that's a great way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say the best thing when it comes to something random for Josh is, of course. Julie Roberts, kind of a bit of Bette Midler just in there, just, mm. you know, edged in, you know, because of her film work that you love. Um, I've got an extra question, um, and it's only happened in, in the last series, in series two, and it's it's, it's gone over to series three because I think it's a nice thing. It's not the easiest of questions to answer, but I will give you three seconds to come up with an answer. The question I'm going to ask you is, 
What is the best thing, Josh, about you? Uh. You can find out after this. We had um, we had a, a guy who called Jamie East who uh, used to do the um, Game of Thrones um, after show show with uh, oh. Sue Perkins, um, and he's got his own radio show. He used to be um, Holy Moly back in the day, and his one was that he's really well. He's like he's really well connected, so he helps his friends. And then he says, "And I'm really good at sex, and my wife's going to kill me." Um, so, yeah. what would you say is the best thing about you, Josh? Um. Well, I don't I know. know. Isn't it funny? Because I, I always say this, but if we're in any other country, you're not saying where, but they were like, wait a minute, I've got like five. <laughs> if I was on stage and it was yeah. a comedy gig, like mm. I've already got like a whole routine about like how good I am at certain stuff. Do you know what I mean? Um, but um the best thing, honestly, if I'm like not trying to be funny, just be honest, is um when like out of for a lot of my friends i'm the friend they phone when they need cheering up which i I think that's quite nice compliment for me but it's also a little bit annoying because right in um in lockdown my because one of my friends she like suffers with like depression and stuff and then in the first lockdown when Everything literally went straight away. All my gigs just went blah, blah, blah. And my friend phoned me and I wasn't doing well. And like, she's not used, we've been friends for years and she's not used to hearing me like be down basically. So then a couple months later, she was like, oh, it was quite nice though to be like, even Josh is upset. And I'm like, I'm glad my misery is like causing you happiness. But, um, (laughs) Which is another good thing that you have in your, you know, in your utility yeah. belt. You even you being sad makes other people feel better. <laughs> yeah. But I um I don't know. I think in general, a lot a lot of my friends, like I'm like the oh, if they have said that to me, that's not me just assuming that. Like, I don't know. I'm pretty good at like cheering people up. I think that's a nice one. I think that's really, really nice. I, I think, are you good at advice? Do you give advice or do you just listen? Um, I, I'm good at advice. Um, yeah, I'm good at advice. And <laughs> I, I was just thinking, am I? No, I am. I am. Um, I, I think like a couple of years ago, because obviously in the comedy circuit, everybody's got depression or anxiety or are taking pills for something. And I'm one of the rare comedians that actually is is hasn't don't have to do any of that so yeah 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 (laughs) but i am but when i think now i'm used to having close friends who have like depression and anxiety problems and know not to go in like woo how are you come on let's go for a walk like i think a couple of years ago i wouldn't i wasn't very good at it but now i know how to like talk to i think some people need cheering up in different ways. Yeah, they do. And I think I'm quite good at figuring out out of which of my friends, like how to approach cheering them up for different people. I think you have a nice perception of people. And I think that you understand, obviously, that everyone's different and needs different things. I think from what I've seen of you is that you're really caring um, 
and you're really spontaneous as well in the way that you go. And I don't think you have anything kind of overly planned out. Um, no, <laughs> no, I have nothing like, planned. You know, you're a comedian, so obviously you have a script and you know what you're doing, but I feel like you're, you're so quick. And I think that that's a great thing to have in the friend that can kind of go, oh, okay, I know where, what I need to do for you and, and stuff like that. Um, Josh, you've been... I'm going to say like a fucking awesome guest. And I don't really swear on this, but so good. I'm, I'm so excited to see all the stuff that is literally, I, I love what I see already, but what is going to come next? You're like super, super talented um, and so funny. And I'm loving your podcast as well. Like it's uh, what what's going on for you now? Because um, th- I know it's a bit difficult because it's, 2021 and we we don't know and things are open close open close open close but what have you got in the pipeline what's your five-year plan if you want to have one of those (laughs) oh gosh um so i have so i'm writing a show at the moment to do as soon as we can hopefully edinburgh fringe will be on it's in august so i'm hoping yeah and with the vaccine and stuff um, so I'm writing a show for that because I, normally you like write a show and you can preview it, but I can't. There's nowhere for me to do work in progress shows, so I'm just trying to write, make sure that's right, and um, hopefully get some more telly things. Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna go back to just writing and gigging, and now there's more telly people who know who I am, which is good. And um, my, I don't know. I don't know. I I kind of just do whatever I get told. If my agent will get me something, I'll make sure I'm good on whatever that thing is. Yeah. I can't really, I don't really have a five-year plan. I think it's really I'm, I'm only joking on that, just because oh, right. we didn't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So. Yeah, but I, but I don't, um, in general, I don't like planning anything. The only thing I can plan is a show. Like, because I think some people get, oh, I want to do this. And then they get dead annoyed when they don't get picked to do that TV show or that panel show. And it's That's like, life, the only thing, yeah. So, like, the only thing I'm focusing on, I'll carry on doing online TikTok stuff. It's weird because I, I got a following on TikTok by accident. I didn't like, I put that video on because my agent told me to. Yeah. And now I now I have followers. I'm like, oh fucking, hell, I'm gonna have to do stuff. Now you got to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. So so now I'm gonna do um, TikTok stuff. But it's fine. I bought a tripod. How hard can it be? But um, I saw. I actually saw the tripod as well. Yeah, it looked good. Um, yeah. Where can people find you? Obviously, you're on all the social media platforms. So what are you um, concentrating on? Mainly TikTok first, or just follow TikTok, me on everything? Instagram, TikTok. Yeah. Um, yeah. Links, yeah. I'll put the links, all the links below so we can sort that all out for you. Yeah. And your podcast, um, which is uh, uh, Dead Drama, that's going to come back? Yeah, that's just me gossiping about dead people. It's a that's history great. podcast that's just really? me talking about history. I just finished the Oscar Wilde one, actually. I really, really like that one. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a bit, he's, yeah, I don't know what yeah. I think. I know you it. don't like him. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, amazing um thank you so much for your time um you're an absolute star as well and uh, i like i said i cannot wait to see the next things you're going to go and step on to do i think you can do so many i actually think you can teach these dead dramas like at school but just maybe less language i don't know yeah i don't know, <laughs> Everyone's just um, a dead I don't know. <laughs> maybe in like do you know when they do like lessons in a prison yes i could do that because i've always wanted to do comedy in a prison that's one of my career goals um so maybe i can do a history lesson as well 
so yeah i don't i mean i think you can do literally anything you turn your turn your hand to um yeah amazing well uh I'll, if you've got any other x factor questions i'm sure you can just uh, message me on tiktok and we can talk about as much as oh stuff my you god want. i i like I, honestly the show that i'm writing at the moment is about like there's a bit about x factor in it i'm not even chatting shit <laughs> like I, I i was a massive fan well i'm a right. massive fan of you so we'll just say that thank um thank you so much josh good luck with everything thank you for having me thank you very much time for the thank yous as always thank you to our wonderful and funny guest josh jones you can check out all the stuff he is doing on the links below thank you so much to bethia beats bring us the best in brand new music and her choice we played right at the end of this Thank you also to Adam Harris, who's going to have his answer for his fat chicken at the end of this. It's a corker, so definitely listen to it. Thank you to the boys at Film Bag, Tom and Revan, for being absolutely awesome and making sure we don't miss out on those must-see movies. The music in the background is by Jimmy Lundy, Tom Baxter and myself. The artwork is done by JMD. Anyway, up next is Adam Harris's Fat Chicken and then followed by Bethia Beats' track of the pod. We'll see you next time. Take care. Hey, congratulations on finishing, managing to get through to this far, um, from Dan talking to people about pizza and stuff. Um, I was finding out for you what the M&M stands for in M&Ms, you know, M&Ms, the sweets. Um, Forrest Mars, son of the Mars Company founder, first spotted the British confectionery Smarties during the Spanish Civil War and noticed that the candy shell prevented the chocolate from melting. He teamed up with Bruce Murray, son of the Hershey's chocolate president, and the company later trademarked melts in your mouth, not in your hand. So the M&M is Mars and Murray. Um, That's where they got their name from. Another one of those next week. I found the first, the first heartbreak and everything in between. I've done the late night phone calls, quick fix, they don't wanna stay with me. Hard and leave fast 
so used to running before it's too much But now I can't get enough I'm no good at making love fast But nobody's ever loved me like that Now I'm so scared of losing what I 